seat in A&P, the podcast focused on anatomy and physiology instructors and the success of students in the A&P course. It's 2020, and I'm excited to share the first episode of this new decade with a very special guest. But first, I'm Valerie Kramer, the marketing manager for A&P here at McGraw-Hill. And as we shared in a recent podcast episode with Cynthia Lever, who is the Director of Academic Nursing Development at the American Association of Colleges of Nursing, as she said, it's nationally important for students to pass the A&P course. And we are dedicated to helping our instructors decrease that drop-fail withdrawal rate, which is on average 50% across the country. So I'm thrilled to welcome Carly Franklin, who is a student in the nursing program at the University of Dubuque, right here in the town where McGraw-Hill Sciences are based. So welcome, Carly. Thank you, Valerie. I'm excited to be on my first podcast. Yeah, so your first podcast. Okay, great. So this is going to be a lot of fun. So we're excited to talk with you, and I have invited Carly to share her experience leading up to nursing school. So um, let's just hear about your story, Carly, and what made you want to enroll in the nursing program and eventually become a nurse. Well, I think it started when I took the CNA course offered through my high school. And then I kind of got to experience healthcare, and I was interested in learning more. So that's kind of where it all started. And then um, I chose the University of Dubuque because I'm from Dubuque, and I really liked their setup and their campus and their professors as well. That's great. Yes, we're really lucky here in Dubuque, and you didn't have to go far for your education, which is pretty awesome. Yep. So we are so lucky uh, on this podcast, we usually have a lot of instructors who share their views and different tips and advice that they have. And so we're really lucky to have uh, a, a student this time and hear passionate students like you who will ultimately be taking care of us and our families. Um, so what has been really the favorite part, your favorite part of school so far? My favorite part of school has definitely been like my clinical experiences just because then you're actually piecing together all of the information that you're learning at school and in your textbooks and I'm definitely a hands-on learner. Oh, that's great. So currently you are in you're in your clinical rotations now? Yes, I am in my med surge class and we are going to Finley and Mercy and then I'm also in my OB peds rotation so we'll be going to the hospitals for that as well. Oh excellent so when will, when is your uh, graduation date or when will you take your NCLEX and, and get all finished? That will be um, May of next year so 2021. Oh, you're so close. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Well, since this is the Succeed in A&P podcast, can you tell us about your experience in your A&P course and maybe what you remember about it and, and how you learned the best? Yes, so I took my A&P course through NICC and I learned best through our labs because we did like activities and we had like actual models of stuff. But also um, 
in class we did like a lot of drawing and using markers and like making charts and that helped me a lot too. Yes, like you said, you're a hands-on learner. What, um, do you remember who your instructor was? Yes, Molly Scheel. Oh, she's fantastic. We have some episodes with her uh, as well on the Succeed in AMP podcast and she's fantastic. So I'll have to make sure I, I get you the links to her podcast yes, as well. Her. And I am sure she remembers you as well. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so um, what helped you learn? Um, is there anything specific? Did you do any digital exercises or videos or anything like that that aided in your learning? Definitely. Um, A&P is like the very basis of like healthcare and it's obviously very important to know. Um, just trying to think all of the information comes back repeatedly through school so that's great you know we hear um, some instructors uh, who say oh my students don't think they're ever going to use this even when they get to nursing which we always think is crazy right <laughs> yeah definitely a and p would be the course that i think i use the most information from to be successful in the nursing program. Yeah, oh, that's awesome to hear. And so now that you've passed A&P and you're in the next stages of your curriculum, how do you feel it has helped you? Um, you said it's kind of the base knowledge that comes up on a daily basis. Do you have any um, maybe stories or specific examples that you can think of, not to put you on the spot? Um. I guess I would just say when you're learning about different disease processes, it definitely helps to know the human anatomy and it helps you connect the physiology of the disease process. Uh, for example, I guess um, we learned in nursing school about hip fractures and the anatomy behind that, which um, a telltale sign that someone broke their hip is if their leg is externally rotated and shorter than the other. And that's kind of a way to look before you even get an x-ray. And I think that's something that's like cool because it's the human body and just looking at its structure. So I yeah. guess that would be my example. Oh, that's awesome. Really, really great example. Is there anything, um, I'm just trying to think, one of the things that we always say, you know, instructors and in A&P is that it's so important to not just memorize, but to actually apply the information. So you even kind of said that A&P has been the basis for, for your success, basically, and you've been able to build on that knowledge and apply it now that you're going to be a nurse. Yes, definitely. You need that base knowledge in order to grow and learn from that. And I also think that um, experience is a great way to learn things rather than just memorize. So using that information you learned from your textbook in class, it, it goes a lot farther when you see it in a situation that you can remember. Yeah. 
That's great. So what about, okay, so you mentioned the hip fracture. Is there in, what is one of the most difficult concepts that you remember from anatomy and or physiology? Um, my you hardest unit was the heart. And I think that is just learning kind of like the pathway that blood travels through your body and the heart's really complex. So I definitely remember that as one of the harder units for me. So what did you do um, for students that might be listening? Uh, what did you do to learn that? Did you, you know, use flashcards or is there anything specific that helped you? Yeah, I remember we used markers and we kind of made like a chart pathway of like how the blood flows and then just really practicing and writing that out until you understand and can ultimately memorize it. Things like that. I definitely learn better from drawings or writing things out actually writing things out on your paper helps you memorize things a lot better too yeah oh that's great um so any advice that you would give uh for future nursing students anything that you would offer maybe that worked for you or that um any advice that maybe you heard from others that you want to pass down Personally, my biggest advice is that um, you should get a job either in a nursing home or a hospital and just start applying what you're learning in class to an actual job or situation. That has helped me a lot. And I think um, I'm lucky and I'm glad that I started working as a CNA so young so I could start building experiences and I. I think it's important to work at every level in order to understand every job. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So um, I know you were um, a CRNA first at a nursing home, right? Yes, I was a CNA at um, the nursing home first, and now I work at Mercy in the emergency room. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so you're not only in school, you're getting to apply what you learned, sometimes probably even just that day. Yes, it definitely helps me because I am more, I'm, I'm better able to understand and learn things when I can see it in the clinical setting. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. Okay, so advice for students. How about advice for instructors that are listening? Um, to hear from a student's perspective. Any advice that you would give them? Uh, I would just, I guess. Be like Molly Shiel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just be open to questions and Sometimes people have different learning styles, so I guess teaching in several different ways or depending on the day might help for different students. Yeah, and that's one of the things that, as I mentioned earlier, that uh, Cynthia Lever, who is the director at the American Association of Colleges of Nursing, it's such a mouthful, <laughs> she said that use all different aspects to teach. 
you know, whether that is drawing or videos or lecturing or hands-on lab work. So all of those different ways help uh, students, especially going into the nursing curriculum, to understand and apply some of the content that they've learned. So that's great, great advice. Yes, and I do remember um, doing different things online for A&P and that also helped too because that's a very like visual thing. So I liked doing the online stuff that was like correlated with the book as well. And we did a lot of online things in lab too. Yeah, excellent. Good. So I think um, you used the McKinley book. Am I correct? Does that ring a bell? Lots of colorful, great art. Yes, it does. Yes. Good. Did you like it? Yes, I did. Um, one of my favorite things about that book was all of the pictures. Mm -hmm. A lot of times the pictures that were labeled were what I used to learn more than the actual text itself. Yes. Well, and uh, that was quite a while. When did you take A&P? A couple years ago? Yeah, um, I think about two years ago now. Well, that's pretty impressive that you remember that. So that I hope that that's really that's really awesome that it made such a difference. And that's usually what we strive for too. Is we want students to have such a good experience they remember it and apply it for the next two years, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it definitely is like the most important prereq for nursing, so I definitely remember the book and all the work that was put into it. Yeah, good for you. Well, Carly, this has been so insightful, and I promise my podcast listeners out there, I did not plant that question about the McKinley book either, so that was just really <laughs> a great surprise that I just got to hear, so really cool stuff, and uh, thank you so much for your time um, as we kick off this busy semester. Um, and I think I'm speaking on behalf of all instructors that we're grateful for students like you. Are there any last words that you would like to share before we sign off? I would just say for anyone going for nursing, don't give up because I know that the job's going to be very rewarding in the end. Yes, absolutely. Good for you. Well, and congratulations on pursuing your dream to become a nurse and what a pleasure to talk with you. So, um, so wonderful to hear the student perspective on our podcast. Uh, this is the first time I've interviewed a student. I know we've had students on this podcast before, uh, but very special to have you on and congratulations on your journey. And uh, maybe we'll have you back on the show in a couple years when you're full on nursing and you can take a break and tell us about how it's going. That would be pretty <laughs> cool. Thank you, Valerie. <laughs> Yes, thank you so much, and thank you to all the instructors out there who um, get our students on the path to success. And uh, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Succeed in A&P, and please email me, Valerie Kramer, anytime at Valerie.Kramer at MHEducation.com with feedback, questions, or ideas, or any feedback we can share with Carly, we can do that as well. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Spotify or other podcast app for more AMP teaching inspiration and tips to stop the drop. Mm -hmm.